Okay, people. Okay, people. This is how we're going to start the episode of Sipping on a 40. First off, Nick Bondi. He's going on the radio for the second time in 14 or 15 weeks, okay? I don't have the math in front of me, but hey, chances are Nick Bondi is going to be asking for a raise. And when that happens, it's over. Look at this here. Look at this. We're going to lose Nick Bondi. And I'm figuring out the clues, man. Nick Bondi, we were talking about. We were talking about life all of a sudden. You know, he was asking me a couple questions. And then, all of a sudden, he starts asking me about Al Pacino. Before we get into any hockey talk, before we get any Canuck stuff, we have to settle something right now. I was talking to fellow podcaster on the network, Kyle Bowen, and we were talking about Al Pacino, of all people. The actor Al Pacino... <laughs> He hates Al Pacino. He's not. He, I don't think he's. I think he's quoted as saying he has. Not, I'm, I'm laughing because he's in the room right now. I'm blowing his spot up right now. He has not seen a good Al Pacino movie. Do I have to? Do I have to disassociate with this guy? Like what? What's? I, I don't know. I don't understand. Like what's the sales pitch for Al Pacino? Because he said he doesn't like how cartoonish he is when he's acting. And I'm oh, like, that's I mean, that's like- the best part. Like, when you're talking about the meme of Al Pacino, okay, like, I can understand that. But, like, to disrespect the man's, like, film career, like, just saying there's no good Al Pacino movies, that's a deep reach, as we like to call it on uh, on Reach Deep. I mean, maybe you just start with The Godfather. Uh, what, about, what about, you know, like, The Godfather, there's obviously Carlitos Way. I mean, there's so many fantastic... Al Pacino movie, Scent of a Woman. Um, he's got Heat, which is a fantastic movie. He didn't like and Heat. That's one of the movies he watched. He didn't like Heat. How do you not like Heat? I, th- I think it like comes back movie. I think it comes back to the fact that he doesn't like how cartoonish Al Pacino is. <laughs> That's kind of when he started to get a little bit like, you know, too much in his own character. But uh, So I could see that argument a little bit, but it's still like incredible movies. And there's so many that he's done through his career. And even recently, we've kind of seen him come back a little bit, mm-hmm. like with the Headhunter show that's on Prime, and he was good in The Irishman as Jimmy Hoffa. Like, you know, I think I think the the memed Al Pacino is just getting a bad rap now. That's a, that's a terrible thing. Uh, I refuse to believe Kyle Bowen has has seen Scarface and has not liked it. And the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, I'm hating on Al Pacino based on his. It's animation, a.k.a. him being extra. I'm nagging him on that. Again, hating all Al Pacino movies because of that. When I'm the host of Sipping on a 40 and I'm giving you this, this shit is extra. This shit is animated. Who am I to say that Al Pacino, through six movies that I've watched, is overrated. Did you just compare yourself to Al Pacino? No, 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 no. Come on. Come on. All right. All right. I would never fall for a girl from the newspaper, okay? I don't even got Tinder. Speaking of which, is it time to open Tinder? Uh, find out on this episode of Sipping on a 40. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans.
Okay, okay, w where was I going with that take on resiliency? It had something to do with the Canucks. Did we even talk about resiliency in the intro? I don't even know. Again, we're just pressing buttons. Anyways, I've realized that this is the longest I've been mad at the world of sports in quite some time. Again, I'm mad. Things haven't been the same since Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers lost to Tom Brady. When Aaron Rodgers didn't go for it, on fourth down and the Green Bay Packers. Look at me just take shots at Aaron Rodgers. That's how mad Kyle Bowen is. And since then, the Canucks, well, they've, uh, <laughs> they're in the grave. Yes, they're in the grave. The season, I would say for sure is over. How can they do this? Miracles have to happen. And, <laughs> yo, to be honest, living in this city, Living in this city, do we get miracles? I don't know. I'm pessimistic right now. I'm a loser right now. And again, I'm not being resilient. And fuck, if you don't have resiliency, you got you got no chance. All right? No chance. In life, you got to feel and you got to be resilient. Balance the two, boom, bam. You just made your life a little bit better. Speaking of which, go get the Nux Misconduct Network. Wherever you listen to podcasts, got four shows. Yes, four shows. Silky and Filthy did not air this week. And that's because I truly do believe that me and Trevor just, just sucked. We sucked. We were so bad. That, that's because we got some news and we were looking forward to the news. And uh, we absolutely shit the bed. It, it's all good, though. I think... We're chasing other things. And come on. Come on. We've taken so many L's. The city of Vancouver. We've taken so many L's. Yo, can we read? Can we read what Thomas Drance? <sighs> Do we want to read this to the city? Is this the way we're going? And again, this is from Thomas Drance. And I believe down goes Brown. And it's from The Athletic. I can't tell you the details of the whole article. I can't tell you the headline because I don't got the money for The Athletic right now, okay? Uh, let's get me there though, okay? Why, why don't we do that? Make that the goal for the end of this regular season. That's the Stanley Cup. Make Kyle money so he can subscribe to The Athletic. Anyways, look at this again from Drance. Want to know where the Canucks rank out of the NHL's 31 current marketplaces in all-time points percentage. If you guessed that last, you nailed it. The Canucks won. Yes, they won. 158 fewer games than the Sabres since both teams entered the league and have picked up points in 26 fewer games. Vancouver is, as matter of fact, the NHL's least successful current franchise by on ice results. Why do you have to say that, Drance? On ice results. Cut that part out. Just say this, okay? As matter of fact, the Canucks are the most unsuccessful team in NHL history. Just say that. 
Because they are. Look at the numbers. This is not pessimism. This is truth. This is truth. And, uh, fuck, man. It hurts. It hurts. There I was. So close, right? So close. To a Lombardi trophy. Aaron Rodgers, MVP. He's back. Back to the NFC Championship. And that's all. <laughs> and now, look at me. Look at me. Admitting that I'm a loser. K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. That dude, he's a loser. And it's the truth. It really is. And I think that's why I'm having such a hard time being resilient. It's hard to be resilient against the truth. Because the, the truth hurts. The truth hurts. British Columbia. Admit it. You're a loser. And it's okay. The, the first thing you got to do is admit it. And, and that's when you can start making other decisions. Speaking of which, I, I got something to announce. I have signed with the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, I've signed my life away to the Brooklyn Nets. I'm ready to be a diehard Brooklyn Nets fan. I've always wanted to enter the NBA. I think sort of, not really, kind of. And what better time than now to do so? And I ask myself, right? Was this meant to happen? And I think so. Imagine this, right? If the show blew up already and the people, the world knew Kyle Bowen, I couldn't do this. But here I am here, living my life, talking this shit. Hey, I'm a broken Nets fan and I mean it. Uh, listen to this too. I went into the mall today to buy a Brooklyn Nets hat. Yes, you heard that right. During a pandemic, COVID-19, still live with the loved ones. I risk my life to show my faith to the Brooklyn Nets. And I had to do it. I had to do it. Why? Because I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. And LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. We're going to try. And LeBron James, we may succeed. <laughs> Bring it on, King. Life's good, yo. Life's good. Yo, I, hey. I, got, a question. I got a question for you because I know we touched on this a bit last week. Buffalo and Vancouver. They're the expansion brothers of failure. Ooh. I think you could say they're probably the two most embarrassing organizations in NHL history. Which team, which team do you think is more cursed? Which team do you think is at the tougher history? Okay, well, I feel as if I'm already on my on my way of being, you know, disowned by the city of Vancouver because week after week I'm just shitting on them. I don't know what's happening. It's natural, okay? Honest person, honest podcast. Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N, is taking shots and they feel right. They feel like good shots. They feel like honest shots. I'm going to have to say Vancouver because they burned their city down twice. And that is significant. It's gross, but it's fucking significant. It's a part of their history. It really is. And that has to give them the edge in that question. It really does. Hey, there's a bullshit. 
Yeah, that's the reputation that Vancouver is never going to shake. Even when we win, I don't think we're going to shake that reputation. People, like, yeah, you guys still burned down your city before. It's it's never going to leave the city of Vancouver. It can't because it happened twice. It happened twice. It didn't happen once. If it happened once, it would have been that one time. Twice, and we haven't had a lot of accomplishments in the game of hockey. Okay, this franchise has not. When you have two riots and three trips to the Western Conference Finals, what do you think you're going to be known for? Okay. <laughs> Vancouver, the city of losers. <laughs> oh man, this is bad, bro. This is this is coming from the ex-host, the ex-host of Vancouver's only podcast. You know, Kyle Bowen, love the city, but this 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 is happening right in front of our. Whoa, whoa. I'm hurt. Yeah, it's funny, man. I, I really fell down the rabbit hole with this. Uh, I was writing an article. Uh, just I wanted to see who actually was more cursed, the Canucks or the Sabers. I went through 51 years of history, man. 51 years of backstory, some crazy shit. And I came to the conclusion that, yeah, the Canucks are more cursed as well. I'd say since 2000, this century, the Buffalo Sabres have been worse. I think they've been mm -hmm. more cursed. They've been an absolute disaster for 10 years in a row now. Yeah. But, man, like, at least they started off their history pretty good. They made it to the cup final five years in. Canucks just absolutely sucked for their first 20 years of existence. <laughs>
is making me assume that that may happen again. Again, posted up on an island. Or I'm calling it an island. It feels like an island. That place is something else, okay? Posted up somewhere on the lake with a bunch of Canadians from around this nation. And they're going to be trashing the Canucks because we don't got a cup. And how am I going to take that after a few drinks, a few joints? I'm not going to get angry, but that may ruin my trip. I may start crying because, again, the truth hurts. Let's play the music. It's raining. Vancouver. Hallelujah, it's raining. Vancouver. This is the part of the show where we have to talk about this city, Vancouver, and fuck, yo. Real talk, not going to front. I-, I was so excited to just use this segment to trash other cities because this team, your Vancouver Canucks in 2021, because my drunk ass was just saying shit. I thought this team was going to be the best team in Canada. Look at that episode, okay? Different person. Times have changed. Anyways, I was excited to use this segment to talk about the hockey. But here I am talking about other things because, hey, we ain't talking about the hockey team when it comes to repping this city. Anyways, we got Messiah. Messiah Prophet. We had him on Loki, Vancouver's only podcast, way back when. Honestly, one of the wisest people I've ever spoken to. And he just... He just made a crazy announcement and I'm very proud of the dude. What's going on, y'all? Had a lot of people asking me what's going on, what I'm doing, where I've been at. So I'm about to show y'all. I've actually been developing a new program with uh, Game Ready and Washington Kids Foundation. And uh, I've created a studio arts program. So I'm gonna take you guys through the center real quick. I'm going to bring you to the studio, let you see what I've been doing, and I'm going to show you a couple of the kids that I've been working with. And this is the caption that goes along with those two voice clips, all right? And it's from the first post. Extremely blessed and grateful for the opportunity provided by Washington Kids Foundation and Game Ready Fitness for me to create my own studio arts program. In less than five months, we have grown to almost 40 students who are all pursuing their own musical dreams with endless support toward achievable goals. If you know any youth who are struggling or in need of guidance, reach out in the DM. My aim is to create and develop young artists, but also to mold and mentor young boys and girls into leaders who will shape a more positive future. Round of applause right now. I know he meant every fucking word, and... Yeah, this dude is... This dude's a king in the city, and yeah, props, yo. That's that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, okay? That is it. That is it. Another episode of Sippin' on a 40 is now over. Again, go subscribe to the Nux Misconduct Network. If you do so, I get closer to subscribing to The Athletic. And that would be... uh. That would be a dream come true, right? I think so. I don't know. You know, I, I often go back to those conversations I've had with Harmon on Loki and Sippin' way back when, right? And he always said how how he was so inspired by, you know, the stuff he reads, the, the sports articles he reads, and how that inspires and influences 
what he does and as someone who you know really fucks with books go check out what the fuck you're reading on tiktok i think that just makes all the sense in the world read up on that uh that sports you know that sports why why aren't i reading more sports articles interesting interesting uh, we're just talking here okay again it's sipping on a 40 on the nux misconduct network go get the network four shows one swipe boom bam you just made your hockey life a little bit better hey if you want to learn more about messiah prophet and all the stuff he's doing for the city i'm gonna put the info below okay his instagram i'm not gonna do anything else i'm just gonna put his instagram there okay you can go find out hey you gotta do the work too okay straight up people y'all gotta do the work can I go on one tangent before you get out of here? I guess so. My show, right? I was thinking about this. You know, artists, musicians, right? They do their thing. They 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 give us music, and then they then they lean towards catering towards their fans, right? And I get it, the consumer, and also all the fan does for that person. You know, lets them live their dream. You got to give back. But I feel sometimes that musicians they worry too much about what the consumer will think and they think they may piss off that same fan if they switch things up and i just don't think that's fair i think as a consumer of anything or a fan of anything you have to sometimes work with the artist as well and it's not necessarily to say that you have to force yourself to like something that they make, but you, again, have to work with it. Listen to it twice. Listen to it three times. This is the same person who's been doing something for you for years. I think that, again, the work should go the other way. And, and patience. Patience, resiliency, and uh, the realization that I'm a loser. I guess that's where I am in my life right now. Again, that's it. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace.